yo, what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Yes, family, indeed. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And a Feliz Cumpleaños, Jesus, and a salutations to the eight-pound, six-ounce, little baby Jesus. <laughs> and family, we thank you again for joining us. Episode number 34, Ho, Ho, Hizzity, Hizzo. Episode number 34, we thank you, family, for joining us uh, another week. I figured since I had my issues during the Thanksgiving holiday and I left you for a month there, I'd treat you like the valuable friends and family that you are, and I would provide you some episodes to keep you company during the Christmas break. Maybe you want to get away from your family, that drunk uncle who's talking a bunch of nonsense. Uh, maybe your, uh, your, your grandmother who just wants to pinch your cheeks. Maybe you're at the kids' table. You haven't moved up to the adult table yet. That's okay. Uh, we will support you here at the ball. And b- I don't know if kids should actually be listening to this program, but who am I to decide? I am not the parent. You are. That's your, that's your, that's your, de- wow. That's, that's your decision. The more you know. Don't forget that you can send email to our new mailbox at ballandbuds at mvpsmb.com. Again, that is ball, B-A-L-L, and A-N-D, buds, B-U-D-S, at mvpsmb.com. Drop it. Email. Drop it, oh. Ballandbuds at mvpsmb.com. Good googly moogly. Ball and bumps at mvpsmb.com. So anyways, family. <coughs> I, <coughs> Ooh, anyways, family, welcome back. Yes, another week. And actually, I do think you should let your kids listen to this program. Because why not? We may curse a little bit. may smoke a little bit of the ganja. But nothing out of the norm these days. Uh, plus y'all know how I feel about cursing. I don't, I don't believe that's a thing. You know, Jesus didn't say I couldn't say shit or any of the other ones. I'm not going to say them right now because we're on a Christmas episode. So I'm going to try to limit my language on the Christmas episode. I was about to say every curse word I could think of, but I don't really want to do that today because it is the Christmas season. So I will just keep my, I'll try to keep my language to a minimum today, just in case there are some kids listening, but just know that I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, nope. Denied. <laughs> Alright, I'm just joking. You know we love you here. We are all about spreading the love, the joy, and the positivity. So you shall go out and do the same. Anyways. And on today's episode, yes, you will get my sports and entertainment compilation. As well, we will go out live. 
say what? Live to Tampa for the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley 2. And so, yes, we will see what he had to say after that fight. If you did not see it, I don't know how you missed that highlight of Woodley getting absolutely slumped. And I mean... One of those where you are out before you even hit the ground kind of thing. But anyways, I'm going to let my combat sports insider, our combat sports insider, Clubber D, the combat G. We will get his insight into that, so I'm not going to cover that too much. I'll handle my stuff, and I'll let the expert handle his. But it was a crazy fight, and so we you will hear more about Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley and what is next for Jake Paul from Clubber D, the Combat G, and yours truly. So stay tuned for that. So, buckle in, strap up, let's get hit. Smoke weed every day. But first, you know how we like to start here on the Ball and Buds Podcast. With Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Yes, yes, yes. Merry Christmas again on this wonderful 34th episode of the Ball and Budge podcast here on Christmas Eve, live from Nashville, Tennessee. Anyways, which is still popping. You know Nashville. It don't matter. It could be December and cold, and it will not matter. People will be crawling downtown Nashville. It is a tourist area. We don't ever stop. It's like most of the country is up in here. <laughs> they out here partying. It is cold. It was raining this weekend. They did not care. They was out. Out. Um, I stayed my ass inside this weekend because it rained. And so, yeah, it seems like most of the people from the United States took their, uh, their Christmas vacation here. And that's actually what I want to talk about in my intro was the United States population growth slowing to a new low because I was reading an article on the U.S. Census Bureau website the other day because uh, they had sent me an email about the population growth in Puerto Rico and how the migration happens between Hurricane Maria and the earthquake and all that other stuff. So I went to go read that and I got uh, rabbit holed into the whole United States. And so I read it how last year, we hit a new low in growth rate. Now, that doesn't mean we still didn't grow, right? We still grew between July 20th and July 2021. The population only grew 0.1%, uh, so which was actually 392,665 people. The first time it grew fewer than a million people since 1937. So that's pretty crazy. Obviously, the analyst said some of the reasons were declined immigration due to the pandemic, obviously, uh, which also lowered the pregnancy rate and killed, as we know, uh, hundreds of thousands of people with this disease. So uh, that all of that contributed. Now, our overall population is a little shy under 332 million people in the United States. 
still a large population, but I was just thinking about that because I was like, yeah, all that stuff in the pandemic definitely contributed to that. But also a lot of young people aren't getting married anymore uh, until later on in life as well. And a lot of people are also not having kids at all or putting it off for a while. So that's also another contributing factor. I mean, like myself, look at me. I don't got a kid. I'm a, I'm not going to say how old I am because y'all don't need to know that. You don't ever ask a gentleman his age. <laughs> nope. Denied. <laughs> Nah, but for real, uh, being 33 years old, uh, uh, you know, uh, why you always lying? Uh, I haven't had a kid yet either. Now I obviously still have time, but the point is that it's no surprise to me that that population growth is slowing here in the United States. Um, that being said, being the Christmas time coming up, celebrating, being joyous, you know, it's probably going to be some babies being made this season, if you know what I mean, like The Rock used to say, he's like, oh, some baby-making season, uh, shout out to Wayne Johnson, but, uh, but yeah, during this Christmas season, if you find that you are not part of the millions and millions of people that will be spending time with family and or friends, he's with the millions, you are like me, and you will be spending Christmas on your own, which I actually enjoy, so don't worry about me. But if you find yourself lonely and in need of any assistance, please, please do not hesitate to call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, which the number is, keep it on my wrist, on my veteran uh, armband, 1-800-273-8255. Uh, and actually, another reason I wanted to bring that up is because they're actually changing their number. So they're putting together this campaign to try to get the word across. So I figured I'd help out. You know me, I'm a huge mental health advocate, having dealt with it myself. So that being said, they are actually changing that number, and it's going to be 988. So similar to a 911 number for emergency, we're going to have 988 for mental health emergencies, which I think is a fantastic, excellent idea and should have been done a long time ago. Um, a, it's harder to find that number, plus it's a 1-800 number. Uh, so if you're in times of need, you need just something really quick. You know what I mean? So great job on y'all. And I wanted to help them get the word out on that. So again, if you are having any issues right now, the number is still the same. It is still that 800-273-8255 for the hotline if you need anyone to talk to. They have trained counselors at 180 centers. So you will more than easily have someone to talk to in case you need to. And I figured I'd bring this up because, you know, 19% of Americans, which is 47 million, are um, have dealing with some sort of mental health illness. And, you know, suicide is actually the second leading cause of death among young people and ninth among everyone. So... Uh, just take care of yourselves, y'all. Take care of that mental, physical, you know, health. You know what I'm saying? Do what you're passionate about. You know what I mean? And yeah, we care about you here at the Ball and Buds podcast. If you ever need somebody to talk to, you know you can hit me up. And I just wanted to get that note definitely out there since I felt that was of importance. I figured I'd put that in Omar's Overture as my intro so I could make sure that all that important information was getting across. Now we'll get into our sports and entertainment news. First, I want to start off with a wild stat I read this morning. 
that LeBron James has actually spent more than half of his life in the NBA. So he spent 6,753 days post being drafted versus 6,752 since he was born uh, before he got drafted. So that's pretty crazy if you think about it. Say what? But that's a testament to his legacy and greatness. And even though I am a noted LeBron hater, um, I will not deny that he is one of the greatest players in NBA history and he is amazing at what he does. So I'm just a hater because I'm a Celtics fan and he killed us so many times. But anyways, moving on to other news in the sports world, there is so much craziness happening right now. First, all of the craziness with COVID. So the NHL has actually canceled and suspended play for the winter break. So they have actually stopped games this week. No more games until after the new year. I believe either the 2nd or 3rd of January. So they were definitely not going to miss their winter classics. But they were having rampant COVID going around. Which the NFL also had in this past weekend. Had to move a bunch of games to Monday and Tuesday. Which was awesome for watching purposes. But probably sucked for those teams that had to play I would assume. Uh, I know my Raiders threw a fit about it. But... Also, the NBA has been dealing with it, and a lot of their major stars are actually in COVID protocol. Giannis, Trey, KD, James Harden, and then now Kyrie. The Nets went back on their words like some punks, said they weren't going to play Kyrie till he got vaccinated. Well, now that everybody got COVID, they were like, uh, 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 what do we do? What do we do? Because someone called Kyrie. <laughs> so now they called him up to bring him back, and now he's in COVID protocol. <laughs> And he's unvaccinated, which means he's going to be there for a while. So even though they tried to bring him back on the sleek tip, uh, going back on their word, that obviously backfired. So he's not going to play for at least a little bit. Hey, what happened? Toasty! But they are bringing him back to play. So the Nets will be formidable if they can all come together for the playoffs, which isn't for another few months and they have time. So maybe we will get the Nets at full strength. We will see what happens with that. You never know. Kyrie can disappear at any time. That is his M.O. Ooh. Hit him, boss. Yeah. yeah. Now listen, that's called motherfucking boss. I'm the complete. You know nothing about that. And in other COVID news, because I wanted to make sure I brought this up, Tampa Bay is actually bringing back Antonio Brown. So all these teams are going back on their word, and especially uh, Bruce Arians, who was said he wouldn't bring him back anyways the first time, brought him back, and now he's gonna bring him back again after he faked the vaccine card, which apparently is a felony. You big dummy. Uh, because obviously, if you are unvaccinated, you have a higher chance of catching COVID and therefore higher chance of passing it on to anybody. So uh, that's why it's uh, more stringent for the non-vaccinated versus the vaccinated. But wow, Bruce Arians, talk about values and, and going back on your word. Jeez Louise. You suck, you jackass. Uh, he said he doesn't give a fuck what we say, though, in the media. So whatever. Hey. Hey, hey, you do you, son. But, you know, everybody went down. Godwin has an ACL, so he's not coming back. Evans got hurt. I, I mean, I understand. Y'all trying to win a Super Bowl. I get it. He's friends with Tom Brady, which is really weird to me. Tom Brady um, and Antonio Brown is one of his friends. How crazy is that? Think about that for a second. I'm not saying there's anything wrong without Antonio Brown other than he's crazy as shit. <laughs> but, like... What? He, should, he had him living in his house with his wife and his kids? Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. It just seems like a weird combo. But hey, uh, they uh, get along, I guess. What you, what you doing, Daniel, baby? Dan, Daniel, baby, what? 
No. Oh, Daniel, baby, what is you doing, Daniel, baby? No, what is you doing? Damn, baby. Damn, too loud, baby. Oh, my God. Moving on. Away from the COVID news, let's get into this Urban Meyer situation. So, Urban Meyer came in completely, took the Jaguars franchise and made it worse than it was, which I did not think or anyone thought was possible. And so, he came in. He thought it was college. It is obviously not college. He was not a pro coach. I said that from the beginning. Uh, so I don't, he, they won what three games, two or three games. I don't even care. Uh, they suck. He's luckily he's only, he's only luckily he's gone. So they hopefully can resurrect Trevor Lawrence's career since it's only his rookie season. He still has time if you can bring somebody good in, but that did not help a, a ruined first season. I'll tell you that much. And Urban Meyer should not be allowed to coach again in the NFL. Now he's going to get another job. He's going to go work in the media for a little bit, work on TV as an analyst, and then a college is going to come back and hire him. Why? Because he has the third highest winning percentage in college football history, right? He's like 823, I thought I saw the other day when I was reading it. Like Newt Rockney is up there and some other people, right? Nick Saban, obviously. Um, so he's going to get brought back, whether you think he will or not. Uh, and whatever. I'm all about giving people extra chances, right? Uh, so, uh, but he's definitely doesn't need to be in the pros you just know there's some coaches that are not made for the pros right we saw that with Nick Saban we saw that with Lou Holtz so many coaches that come to the pros thinking that they can do it and they just can't because it's not the same college kids and professionals are not the same type of people you can't speak to them the same uh you can't treat them the same so one and as well one you got to do recruiting the other they're getting paid right they got their money so which he tried to blame it on. He tried to say because they got their money that they didn't want to win as much as he did. Sir, I am sure that they are not going out there putting their bodies on the line not wanting to win. Don't! All right, just because you don't know how to coach a professional team don't mean you need to blame everybody else. Just take your share of the responsibility. Let everybody else take their share of the responsibility and move on because you have done ruined your reputation and you're going to need to rebuild that. Your legacy as a college coach will live on, but you have ruined your reputation. And you have to build that back up with your family and now the public as well if you want to get another coaching gig. Especially getting back into college with all the boosters. And Anyways, that's just my two cents. I wanted to make sure I put that in there. Moving on. Speaking of football, I wanted to get into this MVP conversation because I'm really heated right now. Why do we always have to have a quarterback as the MVP? Yes, I realize the quarterback touches the ball the most, so inherently they should be the most valuable player, but we can just stop tokenly giving it to the quarterbacks because that makes it no fun whatsoever if we're just giving it to the same position every year and the same people are up for the award the every year. You know what I mean? It's just getting very frustrating and upsetting that other people don't have a chance. Last year, Derrick Henry should have won the MVP and was robbed. This year, Jonathan Taylor should win the MVP. I've been saying it all season long, and I will sit on this motherfucking stump. I will sit my feet on this bitch, and I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor is the MVP and he should be because he's carrying that shitty Colts team to a playoff spot. Look, see, I said I wasn't going to curse, and it got me all, all hot because y'all doubting on JT. And also Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup should be up there, too. Let's not, let's not play games, right? 
My man got 122 catches, 14 touchdowns, 1,625 receiving yards. He might hit 2,000, which has never been done by a receiver. Now, I know we got an extra game, but that's still amazing, right? But but JT is MVP, so let's not let's not play games. All this BS about Tam, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, no. First of all, Tom Brady didn't won that too many times. Can we let that go, man? After a while, it's like when MJ had won it so many times. Like, give it to somebody else, man. We don't want to keep seeing this. And so is with Tom Brady, the same thing. I don't want to see that crap. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? I know it. Nobody else does, right? And after this shutout loss this 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 fumble ruski this uh, crappy performance he had th- just a couple days ago yeah he's definitely out and Aaron Rodgers Rodgers yes he's having a great season yes Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time but no he is not the MVP this season first of all he missed two games due to his own by the way now think about this when people have injuries and they miss two games we automatically take them out of the MVP race don't we yeah, exactly. Yeah, yep, yep. That's what upsets me because I'm sitting here hearing everybody say Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. But when people have an injury and they're out for a couple games, we take them out because we say they didn't play enough. Well, he was out for two games too. It might not have been an injury, but it was even worse, I think. So how can you be the most valuable player when you weren't even valuable to your team for two games and they had to play without you possibly losing? So automatically disqualified for me. So, JT, all day. Book that, stamp that, club bangers. Clubs bangers. Clubs bangers. Clubs bangers. Woo! Huh, let me get off my stump. Jeez. I'm going I'm to I'm have to stop talking about this because people are just getting on my nerves with this. If he does not win the MVP, y'all is tripping, tripping hard. Oh, by the way, the NHL also, I meant to say they, they are uh, skipping the Olympics too. I forgot to say so. They are not going to the Beijing Olympics, which with the United States not sending their, you know, their cavalry anyway, anyways, uh, you know, maybe it is better that way. I, I thought if they weren't going to send all the administrative, you know, all of that, that they shouldn't have sent the player. But anyway, so yeah, the NHL is canceling going to the Olympics. So with all the COVID stuff going on, they are uh, none of the players are going to be allowed to go there. But they are still probably going to have their All-Star weekend as of now. And they are definitely playing their winter classics. Moving on. And finally, a crazy story in the sports world is this Peng Shui controversy. So the young lady from... China, who is the tennis player who accused one of the main people in the Communist Party of sexual assault, and they then she disappeared from the public eye for a little bit, and then came back out with some suspect videos, and some suspect tweets, and some suspect interviews uh, that seemed very, very forced. Hold it right there, man. I'll be taking that. Ah! And so, yeah, it's crazy because it's obviously looking kind of shady and looking kind of forced and somebody's making her say these things and she had disappeared. And so, obviously, they're fearful for her safety. The WTA has actually canceled everything out of China, which is very, very hurtful to their economy because they had just signed a new deal to bring tournaments to China and all this. It was like billions and billions of dollars that they're losing now because of this. But obviously, the girl's safety is of utmost importance and we all know, you know, 
China. That's what they do, right? It's censorship over there. We are not, they're not free over there like we are. So she has obviously been, you know, I'm not going to get into this anymore because I don't want to be censored. <laughs> uh, nope. Denied. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, for real, that's some crazy, crazy-ish, and she is not safe. I would suggest the WTA stay out, and until, you know, she is free to go do wherever she needs to go, or escape, or whatever she needs to do. Moving on to the entertainment world. So, the metaverse. We've been talking about meta and their move to the metaverse. Every All the companies that were moving to the metaverse... This is all part of Web 3.0, y'all. Every 10 years, there's a exponential jump in digital and internet technology and automation and all this stuff that powers our, and obviously us, right? Our intellect getting better and getting smarter and learning things. Um, and so we are moving into a new digital age, y'all. I'm telling y'all, y'all better get ready. Even with this metaverse, you know, there's going to be things like virtual reality concerts and you're going to have your meetings at work. And you'll be going to e-commerce stores and trying to buy products at AR and VR. And so uh, it's going to be wild, but it's, it's coming. It's coming soon. So y'all better get ready for the metaverse. But it's crazy that uh, that we just are, that technology just gets so much more exponentially crazy. Boosting in the internet world. Boosting in like knowledge and, and computing and engineering. And it's just, uh, it's wild. It's wild to me. Wow. Say what? Uh, but anyways, I had to make sure that I mentioned that because I was reading an article the other day on how it could be used for marketing agencies, obviously, with MVP Specialty Marketing Business, my marketing agency. You know, obviously, I'm trying to always learn things that I can incorporate into my business. And so that is one of them. I'm planning on incorporating VR, AR at some point. Also, NFTs, um, NIL, obviously, as we talked about before, and possibly getting into the bit to the coin uh, as well for my athletes and entertainers and creating coins for them and things like that as well. NFTs and things like that. So, you know, just things I've been looking into. And so that's pretty crazy that you can do all that stuff in virtual reality and, and act like you're in the in the real world. Moving on. A dinosaur embryo was found fully formed. So I guess the dinosaur died in the egg 70 million years ago, but they found the egg and the skeleton is fully intact but you can actually see what it is like it's just the full body and everything so it's crazy they're so amazed that they were able to even find this they say it looked like it was created yesterday so it's actually in china and so they found the fossilized remains there and but this is one of a kind because it, again it was completely formed as a skeleton uh as it was getting as if it was getting ready to be born soon right hatching soon and that's how they know because scientists know that they kind of go into that position when they're getting ready to be born. And so this is pretty crazy that, that they found this. And But uh, I came across that while I was reading and I thought that was really cool. Moving on. NASA has actually selected their new batch of astronauts. So shout out to them uh, as they train for future missions. There were 10 new astronauts chosen from 12,000 candidates. So, wow, really good on them for making it through all of those, I guess, rigorous tests and evaluations that you probably have to go through to be an astronaut, I would assume. From what I've seen and 
documentaries and things, it looks like they have to go through a lot. And seven out of ten of them are actually veterans, so for previous military service, and that's awesome. Shout out my veteran brother. Congrats to those stellar astronauts. And that's it. That's it, y'all. I just wanted to talk to y'all for a little bit before I got y'all to Clubba D, the Combat G, live. Say what? Live from Tampa, reviewing the Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley 2. And now, without further ado, he is our Combat Sports Insider, Clubber. D, the Combat G! Previously on the Ball and Birds Podcast. Oh, are they? They're doing the previously thing. Oh, 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 do do it again. Do the, do a very ominous sound. Angry, you know, telling us some uh, information what happened in the last episode for those catching up. Previously on. So, that's what it sounds like, doing the previous voice. Just get it low. Get a little bit of rasp to it, and that's all there is previously on the Ball and Birds podcast. Uh, Tommy Fury, Tyson Fury's brother, dropped out of his fight with Jake Paul. And so now Tyron Woodley is actually going to have a rematch with Jake Paul after the last fight, things like that. So could Woodley, have, could Woodley win? Yeah, of course. Um, but I need to get his thoughts on that now that that came out, because now it's going to be a rematch. Tyson Fury's brother, Tommy Fury, dropped out, so now it's going to be a, hmm, I need to get his, hmm, I need to know what Clubber D the Combat G has to say about this. Hmm, I wonder. No, Let me clear my throat. <coughs> what? What's that? It's a Clubber D break. And if you don't like that, I'm breaking your moms off later. What up, O? What up, O? What up, O? It's your main man, Clubber D. You know I'm in a place to be. Known as the Combat G. You already know who to ask. Anyways, first and foremost, if anybody, anybody wants me to Shout out their mother. Because trust me, the place you were born from, I've been up in it. Email. Drop it Ballandbugs.com. Did you say let's talk about it, oh? Did you say let's talk about it, oh? Did you say let's cover this? Okay, well, I'm going to cover it, okay? Let's talk about Jake Paul against Tyron Woodley. We all thought it was going to be thought it was going to be Jake Paul against Tommy Fury. Let's let the let's let the the sad trumpets play right now. Now we had a moment of silence.
Tyron Woodley was officially inducted into the metaverse uh, after that punch. The most telegraphed right punch I've ever seen in my life. I mean, there, there's not much to say about this. Uh, Jake Paul sent him to the metaverse. You know, he was he was out there with all the rest of the virtual people. His soul <laughs> left his body as if the Sorcerer Supreme touched him. Uh, like she did uh, Incredible Hulk and Bruce Banner came out <laughs> in Avengers Endgame if you haven't seen the movie um, I don't know why you're in this uh, world but um, yeah Tyron Willie he got knocked out I mean I thought I kind of thought that was going to happen in the first fight but uh, I'm not going to shit on him too much because he did take the fight on two weeks notice and he's not a spring chicken the man is 40 years old but uh, you know uh, Jake Paul he didn't prove to me that he's an actual boxer in any way it's just that he knocked out a wrestler MMA champion who specialized in wrestling and you know he knocked him out in boxing which is which is him out of his element so you know it is what it is Jake Paul of course got on the mic talked a whole bunch of shit towards Jorge Masvidal and, and Nate Diaz knowing, knowing damn well he's not gonna fight any of them hey what happened Tusty. I'm curious to see where Jake Paul goes from here because he did say 100% that he would do an MMA fight and it'll probably be in something like uh Maybe Bellator, um, if they let him. I know they have a relationship with uh, Showtime or possibly Habib uh, Nurmagomedov's new Eagle FC uh, fight promotion that uh, a couple other ex-UFC stars have signed to, like Kevin Lee. Um, I would, I'm curious to see that. You know, everyone wants to see him, see him get his ass whooped. You know, it's kind of like the Mayweather effect when he went from Pretty Boy Floyd to Money Mayweather to being all cocky and, uh, you know, uh, acting a fool. But everyone bought his pay-per-views because everybody wants to see him get his ass whooped. But differences: Mayweather had skills, one of the best fighters in the world, or if ever. And Jake Paul is just a uh, a loudmouth, head full of mayonnaise clown talking a lot of shit. <laughs> Gay. Yeah, he sent he sent Tyron Willie to the metaverse. He was the fifth round, um, knocked him out cold. I mean, he went he kissed he kissed the canvas. I mean, he was he was face down. You know what? Up reminded me of some of y'all's moms that be hanging out with uh, after hours. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. He was down for a little while. I had some decent seats. I appreciate Ball and Buzz podcast. You know what I'm saying? You guys are always oh, you always put me in the lavish places. My uh, my brother was in the building. He was up there with Sting up in the rafters. He had binoculars and popcorn, so he was way up there. I wasn't. Let, I was trying to get him to come down there with me, but he wanted to stay up there, so he likes to be you know away from everything. But he was uh, you know, shout out to Tampa. They put on a good show. I was shocked at Frank Gore. I thought he was going to win. He did lose, but, it you know, it, box is not for everybody, okay? it's just Let's just stop this. I, I know it's a new craze. I do love the sport getting uh, more publicity. I've always been a boxing fan. Uh, I hate the new era of boxing where fighters are worried about pocket watching and not figuring out who's the best fighter. They want to protect their undefeated or uh one or two loss record instead of seeing who is the best. This new era of boxing, I'm not really a big fan of, but I still love the sport. And, you know, any type of publicity or any business is good business. So Jake Paul, he's, he's a fool. He's a troll. But he's he at least is bringing more of the common folks uh, to watch boxing. And uh, at least he puts on display of, of young fighters coming up, or even female fighters uh, fighting on his car. So it is what it is. But Tyron Woodley, he's on the couch. Let me go ahead and get that sleeping sound. Let me get that snoring sound. You know, I don't know if he has a CPAP machine, but, you know, Jake sent Tyron to the, to the, to the sectional. The slumber party is back.
right? You know, while, while I'm saying this, I know you got the story noise in the background, you know, people sleeping. It is what it is. I mean, look, just look at the couch. He sent about three people there already. We got Woodley. He's on the couch. We got Nate Robinson. He's on the alderman. Hey, what happened? Toasty. We got Ben Askren. He's on the love seat. Tom McGregor suing the recliner chair. I mean, everybody's getting slumped. Rock a bye. Go to sleep. I don't know if they're all connected in the metaverse or they're all hanging out in La La Land. But hey, this, this slumber part is getting a little ridiculous, okay? But uh, that's all I got, oh. It's your main man, Clubber D, the combat G, always in a place to be. And your mother still loves me. More than she likes her detachable shower head. Think about it. I'm out. Yes, thank you, Clubber D, for that review, my friend, and for covering that for us here at the Ball and Buds podcast. I'm glad you could enjoy those seats. And I apologize that DC, the original, did not want to come down from the rafters. He wanted to chill. I knew he did. I knew he wanted to chill up there with Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, but my question is, uh, if he had binoculars, how much of the fight did he miss? And also, if you looked up into the rafters, I know you missed him. I know you ain't see his dark ass up. <laughs> I know you ain't see his black ass up in the rafters. <laughs> You might have seen Sting and Darby Allen because they had some white face paint on, but unless DC uh, went all CM Punk as of last Rampage and put his own face paint on, ain't nobody seeing him. <laughs> I love you, DC. Holla, my dude. Shout out, my dude. I'm just joking. Nope. Denied. <laughs> Uh, but shout out shout out DDG the original miss you my dude but anyways yeah I'm glad you had a good time and yeah that fight was crazy so I thought Woodley was going to knock him out because at first he looked super pissed especially with the delay that Paul had coming into his entrance and then coming into YMCA like what are we doing son I was cracking up I was like he is trolling so hard Woodley is going to be pissed Um, but yeah he just knocked him out. Uh, it's clear Woodley's not a professional boxer from having his guard down and not catching that telegraphed uh, hook, but he didn't catch it, and he, he got caught by the telegraph, all right. Um, and so, like you said, he was out, slumped for the count. By the way, the announcer said that Jake Paul had inbred power. I was dying. Say what? And was there a robot behind Jake Paul in his entrance? I'm very confused. Very confused. Anyways, um, he's just not trained enough to, you know, well, I don't know. He should he should have blocked that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, wow. Wow. But as you said, he still hasn't fought anybody legit. So I don't see him actually fighting any legit boxer anytime soon either. I think he's just trying to make that money, which, hey, more power to him and more power to his promotion, MVP, which, hey, Jake Paul, 
Hit me up. We can do business, my brother. I got MVP specialty marketing business. You got MVP promotions. We can work together. Speaking of, you also got a Puerto Rican fighter. Shout out Amanda Serrano. Shout out Boricuas. What nationality are you, Omar? I'm Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Oh, wow. Cody likes you. Puerto Rican. Oh, I know. I know Cody. Cody has already said, let's, let's have this guy on every week. Yeah. <laughs> I got love for everybody, baby. Attention passengers. This is your stewardess, Iris Chacon, on flight 560. We will be reaching our destination point of San Juan, Puerto Rico within the next five minutes. Please fasten your seatbelts and have your seats in an upright position. Thank you for flying, Air Goya. So yeah, the first fighter under Jake Paul's new promotion company is the Boricua, Amanda Serrano. She is a beast. She is 41-1-1, actually maybe 42 now, I guess, after the last fight. And she just punishes people. She punishes people. So they are putting a fight together with her and Katie Taylor, who is the unified lightweight champion. That is going to be one of the biggest fights in women's boxing history. So I'm actually going to have to get insight from Clubber D on that one as well. And finally, the Gore versus Williams. You know, for two amateurs, they, they they left it all out there. I thought Williams fought dirty with the pushing and the hits behind the head. He knew what he was doing, too, which is kind of messed up. Like, it's like just an exhibition, dude. Why you got to be... Ch and, you know, Gore kept it pretty clean. He pushed him that one time back. I, I didn't blame him. Uh, and they were throwing blows. They were throwing some, some bombs. And Gore looked like, like he was... Uh, somebody fighting Muhammad Ali after 15 looked like Frazier after 15. Just And this was after the second round. He was tired. But I'm not going to make fun of them for their conditioning because there ain't no way that I would even last two rounds in there. I might not even last one round. It looks very tiring. By the way, how big was that ring? That ring looked super huge, didn't it? Or was I just tripping? And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. Get the f out yes, and thank you for another week, my family. Again, thank you for joining us here at the Ball and Buds podcast episode number 34. You know we thank you and we are so grateful for all of you on this Christmas season we are so grateful for all of our fans, all of our listeners. Thank you so much. And that's actually what I want my epilogue to be this week is to say what I am grateful for on this Christmas season. I am grateful for the most wonderful parents, mother and father in the world. Um, I am thankful for all of my family. Shout out to all the fam in Puerto Rico and elsewhere. I am grateful for all of my friends, especially my close and dear friends, including my 703 boys and girls, all my people from the military, all my people from college, 
I am grateful for all of you in my life that have helped me to get to this point. I am grateful for the strength and, and, and the friendship and the positivity that you bring to my life. I am thankful for a roof over my head, you know, a bed to sleep in, things that people don't have right outside of my window. Um, uh, you know, I'm, thank I'm thankful that that coffee just didn't spill all over the floor because <laughs> that would have been really bad. That was a full thing of coffee and I'd have been, I'd have been, I'd have been a little upset in the middle of my grateful talk. So we didn't want that to happen. Uh, but I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful for everything. I'm grateful for Christmas, even though I will be chilling, watching sports here by myself. That is all good. I am grateful for that. And uh, it's going to be a good time. We'll have some drinks. I'm actually going to work on next week's episode, the New Year episode, on Christmas tomorrow. So I'll be having some drinks and recording the podcast again tomorrow for you all. So, again, I'm very grateful for everything that I have. I'm grateful for all of you. I hope you all are grateful because being grateful actually brings your stress down and your life helps you live longer. So just try to be kind. It's a lot nicer to be kind and happy than it is to be uh, sad and mean and an asshole. And it adds years to your life. That being said, y'all, let me spark this joint uh, of uh, a mix of the last three I've had, blue cheese, animal cookies, and OG headband. Uh, so let me light this up for y'all as I say a Merry Christmas. A Merry Christmas to you all. We love you here. <coughs> um, and we will see you next week. Don't forget, if you have any questions, any comments, anything for our new mailbox, please send it to ballandbuds at mvpsmb.com. That again is ballandbuds at M as in mama because I love my mama. V as in Victor, shout out Sonic Groove. P as in Papa, because I love my Papa. S as in Son, because I be sunning y'all fools. M as in Mama again, because I love my Mama twice. And B is for Boy, as in Boy, if y'all don't go and send some damn mail to our mailbox and so we can have some fun with this, and we will read all the mail on the episode's post-show. So again, holla at us. That being said, we will see you next week. Thank you so much for the support. Everyone here at the Ball and Budge podcast, we all thank you for the support. Drop it out. Email. Ball and Budge at mvpsmb.com. I love y'all family. Hope you have a blessed week. And we will see y'all next week. On that note, thank you for tuning in, my friends. Make sure to support your boy, and as always, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until next time, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way.